1: Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Mel. And I'm Helen. All right, ladies, it is summer, which is usually a time when we all get to go outdoors and we get to get sunshine, be with friends and family, and like generally be out with like a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Mm, Yeah, (laughs) Mm -mm for this year though, I know that this summer season has been a little unique because We are coming out of what we hope to be the tail end of a global pandemic. Um, By now, you know, I know the three of us are vaccinated, Mm -hmm. most of our family and friends are, but there's still a lot of people who have not been vaccinated, and COVID is starting to pick up again.
2: Yeah, especially with the recent news of the new Delta variant coming out. It's a Mm -hmm. little scary. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It is definitely scary. And, you know, it's starting to pose a threat, and we're actually starting to see, even within LA, uh, different places where new rules are being created. So it really feels like it's, you know, the longer that. That we delay getting more people vaccinated, the longer it will take for all of this to pass, essentially. So in 2020, we did an episode on COVID and we talked about our mm-hmm. experiences when it first started. Yeah. And now that we're kind of like over a year out, um, we thought this is a good time to kind of talk about what our experience is like now with the state of COVID.
2: I feel like we're hitting another point of transition, even within the COVID, I guess, era or time and we do want to give a shout out to the u.s department of health and human services for making this episode happen Uh, for those of you who are not vaccinated go to vaccine.gov for further vaccine info and find a vaccine center near you everyone 12 and over is eligible but today we do want to talk about how you know our lives have been impacted by being vaccinated and how our summer
1: plans have changed or have has evolved from last year So the three of us are vaccinated, but COVID is still out and about. Mm -hmm. Um, So how are we managing our summer activities differently this year?
2: Hmm. I will say when I think about like summer activities, there's different categories. So I'll go with like group activities first. Mm -hmm. So for me, I will say that this summer felt like a reunion for one of my groups of friends, which is my NorCal friends or my college friends. And everyone in that group is turning 30 this year. We did have our first gathering early in the summer in Lake Tahoe, but we made sure everyone was vaccinated before coming. And we pretty much all just stayed at the house. we were on the lake, but there's really no one around us. Mm. I will say, though, like, it was really nice to see people I haven't seen in over a year. Because I think yeah. my NorCal friends, um, they're all really the first to get vaccinated, too. They take the right precautions to make sure they're safe. And we haven't really hung out in a large group, which we usually do once a year or multiple times mm. a year. And so I think even my NorCal group of friends, they've been having, like, they're like mini groups sometimes or um they hang out in smaller groups so it was the first time all of us came together we all came from different parts of california so i will say it was really refreshing to see some of my friends like i remember all of, all of us are together and i'm like oh i feel so thankful because it's been like 10 years of friendship we haven't yeah. seen each other it felt like a it felt like a gigantic reunion so i would say that was so nice and mm. i feel really fortunate to be vaccinated to, ex- to experience that moment with my friends yeah and um, thinking about like my la group of friends like you guys um i didn't realize, um, we actually hang out within the same group of people, a small set of people that I really enjoy being around um, and everyone in our group is vaccinated. And I think all three of us and the extended people in our groups of friends have been updating each other on when the vaccine was available because we knew we wanted to just be safe. But I do think all of us take comfort knowing that we are all, again, vaccinated and there's a level of comfort I think all of us built from quarantine having like this like I think I have like five people in our group that we hang out with mostly. So I got really comfortable with our little group in mm-hmm. L.A. So I will say in terms of group activities, that's what's going on with L.A. opening up. There's a lot of like outdoor or public places that are now like having indoor dining. There's more mm-hmm. restaurants that are opening up and stuff like that. I will say that I'm someone that even though I am vaccinated, I like to be careful. So when I go to a public place, like I went to the movie theater for the first time and I will say it was It was really nice. You guys know how much I love the movies. I watched Black Widow with Helen, so that was nice. But all of us had our masks on unless we were, like, eating popcorn or having Mm -hmm. snacks. I think it's just, like, the habit of being safe that we're just wearing a mask. Yeah. I will say it's refreshing to go to coffee shops now and be able to sit indoors and just enjoy working by yourself and, you know, things like that. So in terms of managing my summer activities, I feel like I'm able to experience things I didn't get to that made me feel kind of, like, stuck at home during during covid when i wasn't vaccinated but now that i am vaccinated i get to do all these things that i'm like yay these are things i used to do by myself for joy that Mm -hmm. i can do now
0: being safe and also wearing a mask yeah how about you too so this summer for me similar to you mel i've had some pretty big reunions i had my family come visit (laughs) me from boston which was honestly something i was a little bit afraid of just because my whole family was going to get on a plane together and come all the way over from boston to la But the last time that I saw them prior to this visit was last June of 2020 for Father's Day. And that was a whole freaking year ago. And I still remember like this past Thanksgiving and Christmas. I was just so sad. Like I never spent Thanksgiving or Christmas without my family. And I am just such a big family person that I literally felt like mad at COVID. And I don't know if anyone else out there feels felt and I'm sure you know all of us have felt this to some degree but just like especially during the holidays it just felt like you know we were all robbed of like this feeling and this joy of what the holidays should have been like Mm -hmm. and not even that but just thinking about how much pain that you know this pandemic has caused not just to me but people all over the world Mm -hmm. during a time that was supposed to be joyous. And especially back then, there was no vaccine to protect us. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we could take a vaccine and still go see our families. We were just kind of stuck. So fast forward to this year and this summer, my family and I, we all got vaccinated, including my grandparents. Thank goodness for all the healthcare workers and, you know, the people who expedited all of this to happen. It's still pretty insane how all of this did happen so quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, So thank you to anyone out there who did play a role in expediting all of this. Um, but we had a lot of family get-togethers. We celebrated my grandpa's birthday and my dad's birthday. And we hugged and we laughed. And all of our big dinners, we still ate outdoors just mm-hmm. to be extra cautious because we had elders around. But we would just have these huge dinners. Like one night, there was hot pot with like four or five hot pots and like 20 people. And another night was like barbecue. My uncle would take out his restaurant-sized wok that used this jet engine fuel to cook up guan chang eo and like mixed veggies. And I was just like... everyone's pulling out all the stops for this family gathering just because we haven't seen each other. Mm -hmm. Make up for all of the whole year. Yeah, Yeah, we had, like, oysters, and my cousin made a 15-hour brisket. Like, we usually go all out as a family, but I think because we hadn't gone together, we just went extra all out to make sure everyone was having a good time. And... I do feel like we were safe. We were vaccinated. We ate outdoors. We put our masks on coming into the party and leaving the party. And also specifically for the kids, for anyone out there with kids, like it's, it's really hard because they're so Mm -hmm. young. They don't really understand why they have to put this thing on their face. Mm -hmm. But I noticed that when my sister says, you know, to avoid the germs, and I guess there's a lot of cartoons out there where it's like, germs are bad for you. You know, brush your teeth. Bacteria is bad for you. So they got used to you know, when we were wearing our masks, they would ask for the mask and be like, oh, can, like, where's my mask? You know, make sure making sure that they were being safe as well. But yeah, that was my, like, summer experience, just being able to see my family again and feeling like we could do it safely and just being very thankful that there is something like the vaccine out there so that, you know, we could actually celebrate these more joyous occasions.
1: Yeah, now that was, that was a great point to make that. Sometimes things have happened like, or so much has happened, I feel like, in the last year, I almost forget what it was like before the vaccine was available. And you're right, right. like, there was a period where it felt even more hopeless, Mm -hmm. because we didn't know what the solution was. Mm -hmm. So that is a good point that, like, now that we know there's a solution, like, what is stopping us from, like, let's everyone kind of do their part to try to to get this near the end. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, in terms of my summer experiences, I think I realized from listening to Mel, you're right. Like we actually haven't as a group really changed our LA social interactions Mm -hmm. too much. Like we kind of had our small pod, you know, before we all, we were all vaccinated. It's just that we will see each other now a little bit more frequently. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so, and I, you know, even during quarantine, I was, I was, kind of had like the core people of um, some of my other like friends that are along the way towards visiting my family in Orange County who I was still seeing like more sporadically in plan but I was still seeing them so now that the vaccine happened I was kind of like oh yeah so I'll just go and visit them again right and my friend Sheila just had um, a newborn baby so you know I texted her and I was like hey I'd love to come in um, see how you're doing bring you some lunch and hang out Um, and she was like Oh, yeah, totally. Hey, just checking because I'm being pretty cautious with COVID. Like, have you been hanging out with any non-vaccinated people? And because I've just been around, like, the LA people and no one with, like, kids yet, really, um, I was like, oh, shoot, you're right. Like, I totally forgot that these – there are people in our population still who are really vulnerable, Mm -hmm, who mm -hmm. want to get vaccinated but cannot Mm -hmm. because they're not of the right age yet, right? Yeah, Yeah, right. And so um, that's kind of, I think, for me when I realized, okay, my method I'm going through now is, like, I'm vaccinated – And I'm, most of the people I hang out with are vaccinated Mm -hmm. as well, but I have gone to public places where I couldn't control like all the people around. Right. And not too many, but like, like I I took a, a a dance class like two weeks ago, three weeks ago before they made the announcement that, you know, you should wear masks indoors again. So with the rules changing back and forth, like you never know. So I was like, I'm vaccinated, but I'm still going to take a test and then I'll wear like that N95 mask when I meet the baby. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was kind of like, a not a rude awakening, but I think an awakening for me to realize that we're not over covid yet right mm-hmm. and also to Helen's point at this point there is a solution which is the vaccine so like what can we do to kind of try to speed things up the other thing that's a little different uh, with summer usually is I feel like dating in general hap- happens, like there's more activity in the summer usually. Like yeah. I think socially in general, there's more activity that happened during the summer, right? Um, but this year, because we're like, I feel like there was this rush of like, yeah, we're all vaccinated. It's cool. We could just like meet up with people. And then suddenly it's like, whoa, whoa, this, you know, the Delta variant. Um, and, you know, you should go back, like trying to figure out like, well, what's the, what's the line? We're not going to go all the way back to like only video chatting, are we? Yeah. Or, or what's like, you know, what's the best practice? So I have found that like, I'm still, preferring to go out and meet people face to face Mm. um but i will do it like i will ask them if they're vaccinated and then we'll choose an outdoor location yeah i feel like there was this thing you know about dating during covid where everyone's like oh this it's great now we can just video chat and you don't have to waste your time doing so many in-person interactions right so the last guy that i was kind of talking to um the texting was going pretty well and we had like a, a video chat conversation it was like an hour Um, And I was like, oh, after that chat, I was like, I'm pretty interested, you know. Um, But then when we met up, literally within 30 seconds, the vibe was just totally different. Mm. And it was just all this information that you get when you meet someone in person that you don't perceive over video chat. I think especially what I noticed too is it's one thing if you're doing a Zoom call and you can see their whole upper body. We were chatting through FaceTime. So all I could see was literally his like face, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and you don't get a lot of like feedback from people. Yeah. So I think for that reason, it's kind of like, okay, I think I still prefer to meet up in person. um, But that if I'm going to do that in the state that we're in, like, let's just make sure it's outdoors. Let me make sure you're vaccinated. Um, And if we're going to be indoors, like try to avoid indoors, but if we are at any point, like wear a mask, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, I actually have a date that I'm going to after this. Uh, that I shared with you Lee. so I'm gonna be walking along we're going to Santa Monica and the plan is just to pick up some food uh, for takeout and then we'll probably sit outdoors and then eat mm. like you know have some dinner um, like casual dinner and then just like walk outside and and be in open air yeah
2: Cute. I think sometimes we by default like our group we're so careful that all of us are vaccinated we forget that there's others who actually aren't in the public space yes. mm-hmm. and it made me think about two things like so it's this summer, it's, you know, again, it's a summer reunion, but for me also, it's a summer of weddings. Like mm. I'm in another wedding party and a bachelor party is coming up, which I'm leaving for tomorrow. And I think a re- we've, they've been planning this bachelor party for a year, but knowing that COVID like it can change plans. Mm. And so I think before they made the new announcement, like everyone has to wear a mask, I think indoor out, mm-hmm. is it out indoors? Indoors. Mm-hmm. Indoors. They had like things on the schedule like oh clubbing because now it's now it's mm. open or like uh, day clubs and I'm just like ooh like now with the delta variant even though I am vaccinated I'm just like knowing that for example i i'm gonna see janet when i come back Janet's and i want to see these babies and it's not like it's not fair if i could like kind of like i want to use the word run a muckus that's not
1: the right run a muck run a i don't know but a just mucus?
2: like kind of be a little bit more like carefree it it, it it does affect people directly in my circle yeah, yeah. yeah. so then i after like talking with our group of friends they're like you're going miami i was like Tch shoot like i do feel uncomfortable being in a space where it's crowded
1: yeah because i don't yeah. know what
2: people are going to be like i don't know if yeah. they're vaccinated and even for me noticing my trend in at home in la i don't go to large gatherings where there's like a lot of people in public places so here i'm going to miami i was like oh shit what do i do so i actually message there's a group chat with just the bridesmaids who doesn't include the bride i was like hey just asking what are some safety precautions you guys are taking in case like mm-hmm. like because all this stuff is going on and um, I think with that conversation, another girl voiced her concern saying, hey, I actually, I'm also a little, care- I'm also nervous. Yeah. Even though I am vaccinated, can we prefer, can I can I sit out of clubbing? Yeah. So then with that conversation, I think they talked to the bride and the bride was very thoughtful. She's like, you know what, let's scratch these like big public events and let's just do like smaller dinners. Mm-hmm. So how do you like change your plans of big milestone events like a bachelorette party or a wedding to make it work? Because these things have already been planned. So I do appreciate and acknowledge that there's a lot of, events happening that are have to be kind of altered
0: right you yeah. know and it's it's not like you're not going or you cancel the whole thing it's just being taking the extra precautions to make sure that you're safe with certain mm-hmm. events that happen i think that's the best way to handle it yeah. like even Philip and I we were talking about the Delta variant and we were looking at within our close group of friends and we we're like there are some people who are you know going to concerts and being in like these small spaces with a lot of people unmasked mm. and it was awkward cuz i was like do we bring it up should yeah. we mention mm-hmm. like hey be careful if you want to still hang out with us is that too you know too selfish of us saying limit your habits just mm-hmm. to make us safe right but at the end of the day i think it does take someone to just say something about like, Hey, let's be careful if we're going to be hanging out within this group for such a long period of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see our grandparents or we're going to see babies. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. just be aware that we want to take more precautions. And I think after we sent that message, it seemed like everyone was like, yeah, let's be more cautious about this. And we're like, okay, I think that was a good thing that we sent that message, you know, because you don't want to be like the Debbie downer of like y'all don't do anything fun, you know, because you're going to bring COVID into our group. But I think it is necessary to, to just, um, To make that clear.
2: Yeah. And then I guess the last thing about, you know, being thoughtful and considerate. I didn't realize how we are actually super fortunate to be living in the U.S. to get access to the vaccine and Mm -hmm. really good vaccines. Because I was talking to my mom and... You know, we, our family has been talking about going back to Taiwan since last year. And it's, we go back almost every year, every two years to see my grandpa and visit family. And my mom's on top of the news. I'm like with Taiwan and they literally just got their vaccine. And my grandpa just got his first dose. I'm just like, dang. And he's like, if you were in the U S he's one of the first people to get vaccinated. But here I am right. younger than him mm-hmm. and I already got, I'm fully vaccinated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom and I were like, dang, we really want to go back to see family. We want to be back in Taiwan because it's just such part. It's a big part of our family value is to go back to the motherland and like be around family and i was like dang i really am really fortunate to be fully vaccinated versus here is my grandpa and other elders waiting for the Mm -hmm, second dose Mm -hmm. and i don't know it just made me it just put things into perspective because i was like gunning really hard to like i want to go to taiwan this year i want to be back there i want to try living there for a few months but my plans are put on hold and like my mom's like everyone's plans are put on hold and they made me realize like yeah like people there are on lockdown now and yeah. they are still waiting to get vaccinated. So I do think we have to counter blessings and we tend to overlook this when we're like, Oh, like we have anti-maskers here and all these other things mm-hmm. going on. But I I think sometimes I forget to scale back and think about, Oh, I'm okay. Yeah. But I still need to be careful with that though. Yeah. Right.
1: I think as, as we're talking through this, I am realizing how much like, because you know, the three of us live in Los Angeles and for a lot of our listeners, you're probably in your twenties and thirties and a lot of your friends are in your tw- their twenties and thirties. They may not necessarily be around a lot of vulnerable non mm-hmm vaccinated Mm -hmm. people right so we are almost assuming everyone's vaccinated now right no there's a lot of people who are vulnerable and there's a lot of countries that have Mm -hmm. not even the option and access right so i think the aspect of it being a privilege and it being consideration that there are people that your actions will affect other people is something to really think about
2: yeah
1: So for the moment when LA started to open up again and suddenly we were getting invitations and opportunities to go dine in restaurants mm-hmm. and to gather with you know more than like seven people to go into the movie theaters and stuff like that, it also meant kind of this like sudden increase in like social activities, right? Yeah. Like how did you ladies feel? What was your experience like in kind of like navigating back into that? Were you like super excited or were you like, whoa, I'm mm. like kind
0: of... You know, my, my, my uh, tolerance is so low because, like, I'm used to, like, only seeing five people for the last year. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, for me, there have been a few times where I've been in social situations without masks on. And I don't think that comes as a shock to a lot of people, given the messaging that, you know, the CDC had provided to us that if we'd been vaccinated, we can be in outdoor areas without masks on, right? So most of the events I've been at have been maskless and for one, it's weird to see people's faces again. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, you did not shave this whole year. <laughs> and not gonna lie, it's kind of weird to see people that are not in your inner circle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of feel like what this whole pandemic has shown us is who are your real friends? Mm. Who is going to be there for you when the world shuts down? Which mm, basically yeah. is what happened, right? Yeah, that's true. The world is about to end. Who's gonna be by your side? Mm. And I feel like because we've all defined our inner circles... Going back into a social setting where you're seeing people that you used to say hi to frequently, but only because you always show up at the same events as them, Mm. but otherwise you would have kind of nothing to do with them. I think seeing those types of people in my life again has definitely made me feel a different way than Mm. pre-pandemic. I feel extremely exhausted trying to keep up conversation, knowing that, you know, we hadn't made the effort to talk to each other in a year. And now we're going to pretend like nothing happened and we're just back to Mm. this weird, you know, somewhat surface-level talk again. Mm. So, I don't know. I mean... It's not everyone that I feel that way with because I am genuinely excited to see some people that are not in my inner circle. But for certain people whom I don't consider a friend and only talk to at events, you know, out of more like comfort of like Mm -hmm. your familiar face, I have much less stamina in me to make Mm. small talk. Um, And, you know, whereas I used to go up and say, hi, I'm just going to sit my ass down and not move. (laughs) You know, that that actually happened a couple of times. And I, I remember turning to Philip and I was just like, should I say hi? I'm not going to say hi. I don't want to say hi. I'm not going. He's like, don't do it then if you don't want to, you know? And I know it sounds kind of a little bit, I don't know, just negative or mean-spirited, but I think that's, I see it as me protecting my energy and my space and my time, Mm. which because of the pandemic, I do value a lot more now.
1: I think that is a really good point. I like the word stamina that you use Mm. because that's what, like, I think for me, I'm an introverted person. So I've always been, I think I tire out more easily. But you two, usually when we go to an event, I see you guys just like, you know, like flow across the room very easily, and you kind of, mm-hmm. and I can see that you get energy from that. To some yeah. Degree, right. Yeah, yeah. And now I've noticed it's like I can see that it can it can have like a draining effect mm-hmm. when you're trying to force it when it yeah. doesn't when after yeah. a year it's like there isn't that
0: connection anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's like we're not butterflies; we're like caterpillars, but about to bloom <laughs> into our own version of what our butterfly is with new wings. Yeah. Mel looks confused. <laughs> Maybe we're I- like butter- a <laughs> like social butterfly. Oh. With no longer social yeah. butterfly. <laughs>
1: I I was a I was, like, the caterpillars, like, going backwards. Like, you were a butterfly, and then you went back to the caterpillar. I'm like, are we a moth
0: now? Like- <laughs> no, no, no. We were moths before, but now we're Oh, butterflies. now you're a butterfly. Oh, there you go. There okay, you go. Okay. That's the direction.
2: <laughs> I think, Helen, you described it really well. Because uh, I, I think I can relate to you. Like, I think Janet mentioned, like, when at events, I mean, you're always the one kind of talking. But... I feel like my need to socialize in group settings has gone down. Yeah. Like, I I, I think I still need it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need it as much, though. Like, I think I tire out more frequently. Like, Mm -hmm. even when we go out, I I went out for the first time, I think, like, last week. And I realized by midnight, I was like, you know what? I'm ready to go home. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. need to stay out. I did my thing. And I was like, I'm ready just to leave. Like, Mm -hmm. I got my small dose, and I'm happy with that. But, yeah, I think it's like what Helen said. There's, like, less less stamina. For me, it's, like, less tolerance for it, too. I'm like, yeah. "Mm -hmm." I'm good yeah like I remember there's so many times pre-pandemic there's two two events that I was waiting for you two to come to arrive at an event and I was just standing there in front of this group of people and I was like wow I definitely need some because I cannot socialize right now I'm tired yeah. and I needed my comfort people to be mm, there so I at least talk yeah. to you two and it reminded me of that moment I was like wow holy crap I'm about to like step into this big social bubble that I'm not ready for i feel like that's how i feel now and then the small talk for sure like oh it's exhausting and i think for me i'm someone that i can't turn off my oh my god how's everything going yeah totally like i don't know how to step away from that on mel sometimes Mm -hmm. so afterwards i'm just like okay i'm tired.
0: Yeah, and not gonna lie, it does feel like people are maybe, I don't know if this is an LA thing, but there are definitely more like cliques now, like Uh, because we've only been hanging out within our own pods. So anytime you're out and about and say it's like us three, like we've gotten super close during the pandemic. And so of course our energy is gonna be vibing with each other a lot more. That's true. And if there's someone from the outside seeing that, they might feel like, oh, things have changed a little bit. And vice versa, when we see other groups, we might feel the same. That's true. So I think that's where the extra level of exhaustion comes out where you're like i had to try extra hard to like mm. talk to this group now yeah. because i haven't for a whole year yeah and it's like do you want to yeah you and know? the other
2: thing that added that is like i think this has been a whole year when you guys see each other like before pre-pandemic we see each other every weekend at the same event or the same mm. club now it's like it's been a year so when i see you it's gonna be like we have a whole year to catch up on in like five minutes i'm just yeah, like i don't know true. if i'm mentally ready to process all these right. things yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah. this is also me saying that for them like I don't wanna bother you with five minutes of my update. It's just like you know, it's yeah. The click thing definitely is something I noticed too. Yeah. Another thing I will I, I will say, so I went out to like a, like a nightclub or like a lounge for the first time in over a year. What I do not miss is are the prices of drinks oh i feel god. like mm-hmm. oh yeah, my god i d- point. I totally forgot how expensive it was to go out yeah i bought one round and i was like and that's my budget of food for the week no, <laughs> yeah,
0: that is. Yeah. You know,
2: seriously like i and I, I think i don't know about your behavior but for me when i drink a little bit i get more what is that gracious and no, i like uh oh you get more giving Yes, and you want yeah so i literally was like oh i got next round oh i got
0: next round yeah, and the yeah. next morning i was
2: like what the f dude <laughs> like there literally goes my budget yeah, yeah, yeah. and so next t- so now i'm just like i I kind of don't want to do this anymore
0: i honestly every time and philip and i have not gone out to like dinners just us two we always do like mcdonald's or something but like anytime we go out to eat yeah like yeah, recently now. we went to santa barbara for just like a little getaway for us too and we had a, a quote-unquote nice dinner and the bill was over a hundred dollars i'm like oh my god <laughs> what the f right oh it, it is tough and I, I remember prior pandemic we would just buy a lot of rounds too and then it would just mm-hmm. be like oh this is a thing that yeah. you know you give and you take and it's you know it's a mutual thing with your friends but that's why i always you know push shots in my bag y'all <laughs> that's true <laughs> appreciate helen filling the, the crystal geyser bottle all the time. <laughs> I remember those days because we know how expensive yeah. those things are, even though we still bought them. But seriously, prices of food and drink is ridiculous, and also with inflation, everything is skyrocketing too. Yeah. So I feel like things are getting even more expensive out there now.
1: Yes, it's interesting hearing you two talk about the the like the the stamina and the exhaustion because before pre pandemic, I used to I was used to kind of being that person. What it was weird is because I live alone and I like. Quarantine by myself. I mean, I saw you ladies, yeah. right? But like every other time when I was working from home or periods where we weren't seeing anyone, I was like living alone that really made me crave more human interaction so actually when things first started opening up even though I'm naturally introverted I remember being so excited those first like two to three gatherings that I went out I was like oh my god I'm like feeding off this energy talk to more people and like go out and like we went karaoke and I was like yeah you know also this is pre when everything was like wear masks again so this is when things first initially opened up Um, and then though, I felt like by like the fourth outing, dude, I started, it started, the energy started diving in and then by the fifth and then by the sixth and then Melvin, you were like, yeah, I bought one round and to Helen's point, I was like, this is my budget for food, for (laughs) groceries. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. And, and suddenly it just, it was such a like like a crash like where i was like yeah people and then suddenly like oh no Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm.
2: i feel you i feel like i'm like a dog where like learning how to socialize again like training your dog to like be back in the public (laughs) space i'm like that's me i feel like i do gravitate to more like low-key even low-key like events or activities like again going to the movie theater i really enjoyed that Mm -hmm. like and but you know what i'm sitting in quiet i'm sitting in the dark in silence next to Helen and then like Taylor <laughs> on my left. I was like, this is great. We're not talking for watching a show. Like, I don't know, just something about that experience is like, it doesn't drain me socially because I'm not talking, but yeah, the experience
1: yeah. of being out
2: mm, in this AC
1: yeah. filled theater, it was really nice. You yeah. 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 Actually, yeah. When Mel, you and I, when we went shopping, mm. like that was another, like, I don't go to the mall and that seems like such a boring kind of yeah. activity almost, you yeah. know, like you're running errands, but I was like, wow, this is really nice to be out in like a public store. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. It seems like what we enjoy now
2: before, like versus pre-pandemic and now is we do activities that we weren't able to do during lockdown Mm. but within smaller groups yeah like Mm -hmm. our still circle of friends with one-on-ones with each other or like our trio so i'm actually very curious to see how this will progress in the next couple of years yeah even for us
0: For all my brides and grooms out there and everyone else in the wedding industry, it feels so, so good that weddings are back. If you are planning your own wedding and don't know where to start, check out Zola. Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful by creating everything couples need all in one place. Wedding vendors save the dates and invitations, free websites, registry, and more. With Zola, planning is convenient. You can plan your whole wedding right from your couch, online, or in Zola's five-star app. All of Zola's tools are also completely free to use, plus free guest addressing and free shipping and returns every day. And if you have a virtual event, stream it on your Zola website for free and get free personalized paper samples to try Zola out before you buy. See what all those five-star reviews are about. Go to Zola.com ABG today and use promo code SAVE50. That's SAVE50 to get 50% off your save the dates. For peace of mind, you'll receive free change the dates with your purchase. That's Zola.com ABG promo code SAVE50. Well, as we all know by now, there has been an uptick in -hmm. COVID cases. Uh, As of July 15th, LA County has been mandated that masks be worn indoors again. But as of this morning, the CDC recommended that fully vaccinated Americans start wearing masks indoors again in places which have high COVID-19 transmission rates. And as we've been mentioning on this episode, there is something called the Delta variant out now. And no, this is not an episode of Loki for anyone who's been watching that. Every time I hear a variant, I think about a Loki episode. I'm like, oh, wait, 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 no, serious like scientific things happening here. <laughs> yeah. The three of us, we are not infectious disease professionals here, but, you know, because this thing is coming in hot and quick, we did look up three facts mm-hmm. from credible sources that we've learned about the delta variant and wanted to just share on here in case mm-hmm. you haven't done you know your own research yet. Um, so for one, the delta variant is highly contagious. Now this is something that I did not know, but, As of the recording of this episode, the Delta variant accounted for more than 80% of new cases in the U.S. 80%! That is a lot! People are getting sicker quicker, especially for younger people. Mm. And apparently, this Delta variant spreads on average to 3 or 4 other people as compared with 1 or 2 other people through the original coronavirus strain. So, not to scare everyone out there, but yikes.
2: And the second fact is vaccination is the best protection against the delta variant which is why we've been sharing and encouraging people to get vaccinated so as of July 22nd, 97% of hospitalized patients with COVID are unvaccinated. Mm. So again, please go find your local vaccination site and get vaccinated. Um,
1: you will be protecting not only yourself, but the others around you. So even once you are vaccinated, the Delta variant still is a source of risk. Um, you know, a lot of the scientists are now looking at how the Delta variant can cause breakthrough cases or infections among people who are already fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, they seen that it's pretty rare, but it's still happening. Mm -hmm. And in some of the preliminary analysis, the current vaccines do appear fairly effective against diseases and hospitalization with the Delta variant, but it's also not 100%. And so actually now vaccine makers are testing booster shots to find out if they can better protect against the Delta variant and other variants that emerge in the coming months. Pfizer announced that it will seek FDA authorization for a booster dose in August, according to CNN. Mm. So this is once again, showcasing how the vaccine been helping up to this point and as things shift it's important to continue being vigilant about following up if you need additional uh, shots Um, and in terms of recognizing the delta variant or you know kind of what are some of the symptoms um, they seem to be similar to those with the original coronavirus strain and other variants Um, things like persistent cough headache fever and sore throat but there are also you know, COVID patients in the UK who had reported that some of the symptoms are slightly different for the Delta. Uh, some of them had said that cough and loss of smell are less common and that headaches, sore throat, runny nose, and fever seem to be more common. So just things to look out for. Mm-hmm. Like we mentioned in this episode, all three of us are vaccinated. Uh, I
2: thought it would be kind of helpful to kind of walk through like which vaccine did you guys both get and mm-hmm. how was the experience or process
1: like? So I went with uh, Pfizer and everyone in my family also went with Pfizer. But to be honest, I wasn't really picky about the brand. Um, at, I was just, from what, I, from all the different sources I was hearing, I was like talking to friends and family and different things. And at that point, I think it was just, I wanted to get an appointment, mm-hmm. and either with Pfizer or Moderna. And so it just kind of happened by chance
0: that Pfizer was the one that was available for the place that I was able to book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and same for me. I was okay with going with Pfizer or the Moderna shot just because of the level of efficacy in both. I Remember Pfizer had like 95% efficacy Mm. at preventing symptomatic COVID infections after two doses and Moderna had like 94%. So they're basically the same. Mm. And I'd say whatever shot you can get, just, just, you know, get it. But um, the other thing that I kind of took into account, which is definitely not scientifically driven at all, is that the Pfizer shot had come out first. So in my Mm -hmm. own mind to sort of justify which one I would choose over the other, if I had a choice, I felt like there was maybe more data points and a longer study period, um, which would maybe make it slightly more trustworthy. But honestly, if we had the Moderna, I I would have been happy with it. Like Philip Mm -hmm. got that one. Mel, I think you got that one too, Mm -hmm. right? Um, but for those two specific reasons, I, I went with the Pfizer one. Yeah, I mean, I'm someone who hates shots, and I do this thing where I have the um, administrator of the shot slap me at the same yeah. time of giving me the shot just so that it evens out the pain points on mm. my arm. <laughs> so uh, I remember the first shot, I like did not feel good at all. Mm. It, it didn't feel like I was hit by a bus, which is what a lot of people say yeah. it feels like, especially after the second shot. But the first one... I remember that night we had a speaking event and that's when I was messaging the girls. We message on Slack on the side in case something comes up and I'm just like, y'all I'm 70%. Ten minutes later, I'm sixty percent. Oh my god, I'm fading. I can't keep up my energy. Like it, it got bad. And I remember mm-hmm. that night also. Janet went live with, with Wes <laughs> yeah. on yeah on IG to talk about their past relationship, and it was juicy. Let me tell you. I think it's saved on our social media. If you want to go to our Instagram page, Agent Boss Girl, to rewatch it. But I remember like I was dying, and then I came back to life. I remember, and that. I like had my arms propped up on my bed even though my arms are hurting but mm. I was just arms propped up on my bed with my phone in my hands right so I'm kind of just like almost like you're reading a book yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. leaning <laughs> on your elbows so I was just watching that and it was painful but I felt better it's yeah. weird mm.
2: <laughs> it's mind never matter then yeah. yeah I, I remember because like, during that live I was texting I was like oh my god and then in the live Helen goes "Mel, I can't respond to your text right now I'm so engaged yeah. <laughs> And I was like, dang, she came back to live. What happened?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I actually didn't. I didn't feel major effects from the vaccine on the first dose. Mm. The second I felt a little bit like just foggy brained. I know that there's a lot of like uncertainty about the vaccine, but I feel like there's just so much more uncertainty about COVID. So Mm -hmm. I would just have rather, Mm -hmm. you know that's the one I'm going to gamble on
0: for sure. What was your experience like Mel?
2: So um, i got Moderna and I think like like Janet at that moment, I just wanted to get vaccinated to be safe. Mm -hmm. And I went separately because I think my schedule was off. than you two real quickly. It was really funny. I was talking to Justin about getting vaccinated and Justin goes, yeah, I'm going to get P Pfizer. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, what? (laughs) for the longest time he kept saying P Pfizer. And I was like,
1: that's cute and then we had to correct
2: him like 10 minutes later That was really cute
1: <laughs> so adorable but I did not get <laughs>
2: P-Pfizer I got Moderna and I went to a, a vaccination site where it was like an evening yeah, evening yeah. appointment I think it's for people they probably had it set for uh, people who work during the day mm-hmm. so they could get vaccinated in the night which I really appreciate and it was a community center and also shout out to our friend Dan who went with me because he was 11 it was my appointment was at 11 p.m. Yeah, and he was yeah. like I don't want you to be there out by yourself so Dan walked you know he was there with me in line waiting the process is pretty simple uh, and when you get to location yeah you get your vaccine um, to be honest though I kind of wasn't sure how like getting the vaccine like when, once you're there on site how the process would be like because yeah. I was like I don't know because usually when I get my flu shots or any other shots I always have it done in a doctor's office mm. so I'm used to just sitting on that little that, that cushiony chair table yeah. thingy and then just the, the nurse will give me a shot. So it's my first time at like a community center, mm-hmm. so getting this type of shot. So when I walked in, I was like, "This is like an auditorium." Like, <laughs> so I was kind of like a little thrown off a bit. But then they were super polite and very organized there. But I was sitting there in my chair and line filling out the forms, and all of a sudden they wheel this cart with this bag of shots. I'm just like, "That's my shot." <laughs> so it just kind of like didn't like. I had a certain expectation because of all the shots I used to get as a kid at the doctor office. But honestly, the people were really nice. I got my shots. I left. And... I definitely got hit with the second dose though.
0: Mm-hmm. And I actually
2: heard that a lot of people feel it more with Moderna than what they did with P-Pfizer or Pfizer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's glued to my bed. But the crazy yeah. thing is within 24 hours and you feel like instantly
1: fine. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a very short period. Yeah.
2: And I think, I think what really helped is that all my other friends that got vaccinated, whether it's Pfizer, Moderna or Johnson and Johnson, they tracked or they kind of documented their symptoms. Mm. So when I got my shot, I was ready and you prepared. Knew what to expect. Yeah. yeah. So I bought like Gatorade. I bought coconut water just to make sure I was really hydrated. And um, slept a lot. And yeah, in 24 hours, I felt fine. So that was my, um, my story and my
1: process with getting vaccinated. Yeah. yeah. So tips for all of you out there who have not been vaccinated yet. Um, you could end up feeling, in best case, no effects. Um, and then, you know, if you do feel effects, make sure that you're prepared to just have food on hand, mm-hmm. lots of water and hydration, and, you know, empty out your schedule a bit for some rest.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, well, one more big thank you to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services for making this episode happen for all of us. Go to vaccines.gov for further vaccine info and find a vaccine near you to help return to all the things we love safely. Everyone 12 and over is eligible.
1: If you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with your friends. You can also support us through monthly donations at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl support, or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com.
2: If you resonate with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. If you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called GRBG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is Asian Boss Girl.
0: And we have a few birthday shout-outs for this week. Happy birthday to Tiffany in Atlanta from your friend Christine. This is the last of your 20s, and I hope it is memorable. Happy birthday to Abby in California from your friend Alice. She says you are truly the embodiment of an Asian boss girl. Happy 25th birthday to Shin in Los Angeles. Your friend Cindy wishes you blessings, happiness, success, adventure, and countless fluid ounces of boba. I feel you on that one. And from Vivian to Jasmine in Illinois, happy birthday and hope you have the best day ever.
1: If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, check out our link tree and our link in bio on our Instagram and click on shout outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all of her magic on our episodes, including this one.
2: Well, we hope everyone out there has a safe summer and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.